ಇಂಟ್ರೊಡಕ್ಷನ್ಸ್ ಟು ವೇದಾಂತ ಟೆಕ್ಸ್ಟ್ಸ್ ಬೈ ಶ್ರೀ ಶ್ರೀ ಸಚ್ಚಿದಾನಂದೇಂದ್ರ ಸರಸ್ವತಿ ಸ್ವಾಮೀಜಿ ಹೊಳೆ ನರಸೀಪುರ ಕರ್ನಾಟಕ ಇಂಡಿಯಾ ಇನ್ ದಿಸ್ ಲೆಕ್ಚರ್ ಸೀರೀಸ್ ಟುಡೇ ವಿ ಆರ್ ಸೀಯಿಂಗ್ ಸೆವೆಂಟೀನ್ತ್ ಸೆಷನ್ ಓಂ ಶ್ರೀ ಗುರುಭ್ಯೋ ನಮಃ ಹರಿ ಓಂ ಶ್ರೀ ಗಣೇಶಾಯ ನಮಃ ಡಾಕ್ಟರ್ ಕೃಷ್ಣಮೂರ್ತಿ ಶಾಸ್ತ್ರಿ ದಂಬೆ ಪುಣಚ ಬಂಟ್ವಾಳ ತಾಲೂಕು ದಕ್ಷಿಣ ಕನ್ನಡ ಜಿಲ್ಲೆ ಕರ್ನಾಟಕ ಭಾರತ ಏನ್ಷಿಯಂಟ್ ಸ್ಕೂಲ್ಸ್ ಏಮಿಂಗ್ ಎಟ್ ಅದ್ವೈತ ಶಂಕರಾಸ್ ವಾಸ್ ನಾಟ್ ದಿ ಓನ್ಲಿ ಸ್ಕೂಲ್ ದ್ಯಾಟ್ ಥಾಟ್ ದಿ ಅಲ್ಟಿಮೇಟ್ ಯುನಿಟಿ ಆಫ್ ದಿ ಇಂಡಿವಿಜುವಲ್ ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮನ್ ಆರ್ ದಿ ಯೂನಿವರ್ಸಲ್ ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ ಸೈಡ್ ಬೈ ಸೈಡ್ ವಿತ್ ದಿ ಟ್ರೆಡಿಷನಲ್ ಸ್ಕೂಲ್ ಆಫ್ ಶಂಕರ ದ್ಯಾರ್ ಫ್ಲರಿಸ್ಟ್ ವಿನಿ ಅದರ್ ಸ್ಕೂಲ್ಸ್ ದ್ಯಾಟ್ ಎಕ್ವೈಸ್ಡ್ ಇನ್ ಸಚ್ ಯುನಿಟಿ ಎ ನಂಬರ್ ಆಫ್ ಸಚ್ ಸ್ಕೂಲ್ಸ್ ಈಸ್ ರೆಫರ್ ಟು ಇನ್ ಬೃಹದಾರಣ್ಯಕ ಭಾಷ್ಯ ವಾರ್ತಿಕ ಆಫ್ ಸುರೇಶ್ವರಾಚಾರ್ಯ ಐ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಎನಿಮಿಲೇಟೆಡ್ ಸಮ್ ಆಫ್ ದೆಮ್ ಇನ್ ಮೈ ವೇದಾಂತ ಪ್ರಕ್ರಿಯಾ ಪ್ರತ್ಯವಿಜ್ಞ ಫಾರ್ ದಿ ಪ್ರೆಸೆಂಟ್ ಹವೆವರ್ ವಿ ಶಾಲ್ ಟೇಕ್ ನೋಟಿಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಓನ್ಲಿ ಸಚ್ ಸಿಸ್ಟಮ್ಸ್ ಆಸ್ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಬೀನ್ ಎಕ್ಸಾಮಿಂಡ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ರೆಫ್ಯೂಟೆಡ್ ಇನ್ ನೈಷ್ಕರ್ಮ್ಯ ಸಿದ್ಧಿ one school maintained that mukti or final release can be attained by the observance of obligatory karmas to the exclusion of kamya and nishiddha karmas which entail the experience of pleasure and pain respectively in a future birth this would result in moksha or release in which state one would rest in his own true nature swatman swatmani avasthanam there were some schools which admitted that there may be jnana also in conjunction with religious work as the means to moksha jnana in this case is perhaps only meditation third in the course of the discussion of the samuchchayavada conjunction of knowledge and work we have also the confutation of the system of bhartra prapancha who held that brahman was both dvaitik and advaitik veda veda in its nature another school is barely mentioned in passing it is supposed that uh, by injunctions like atmyetyam upasita and atmava are drashtavya the seeker is directed to perform an action niyogo avasiyate this system seems to be akin to that of the prutikara repeated in the second varnaka of the sutra bhashya on 114 this view is summarily dismissed by a remark that atmajnana is not purushantara atmajnana is not purushatantra dependent on the will of a person it should be noted that while the first chapter is mostly devoted to the refutation of rival schools partial to the religious work as means to release it also demonstrates that all action whether secular or vedic is motivated by selfish desires springing from ignorance and also that right knowledge of atman does not depend on any means of knowledge for the nature of the unity of atman is itself of the nature of intuition aikatmyasya svata eva anubhava matratmakatvat and self established svata siddha hence it can be realized only through the vedantic text these two points are developed in the subsequent chapters three ancient interpretations of tatvam asi there are three more ancient systems refuted in naishkarma siddhi their distinguishing feature is that unlike the other systems mentioned above they all ek uh, equisins 
acquires in the necessity of reflection on the meaning of the texts like tat tvam asi for effective eradication of avidya but do not agree with shankara's tradition when he insists that ignorance is removed once for all simultaneously with the dawn of knowledge of the meaning of the vedantic text we shall therefore enumerate them in order before we close the discussion of ancient advaitic schools the first three first of these three vrittikaras holds that the immediate knowledge of the meaning of the vedantic text cannot dispel ignorance but only by the accumulated saturation of the mind with this thought by means of prolonged meditation ahanyahani dragiyasa kalena upasinasya sato bhavano pachayat is removed without a residue this doctrine of the injunction of brahman by means of continued meditation is attributed to brahmanda brahmadatta by a certain commentator on nishkarma siddhi on what authority we are not told sixth the second school held that the knowledge arising from the text can only be something which is a combination of interrelated concepts samsargatmakatvat and therefore the intuition of the non relational ineffable avakyartha unity of atman can only accrue to the aspirant after continued meditation of the original thought produced by listening to the vedantic text this is one of the three prima facie views refuted by sureshwara in his brother anek bhashya vartika it is there attributed by anand uh, ananda jnana to mandana and his followers but in the tika on sambandha vartika the same ananda jnana ascribes this uh, jnana bhashya this jnana abhyasa doctrine to brahmadatta and others moreover we know that mandana as a matter of fact maintained that no injunction is necessary for the practice of this meditation since there are instances in ordinary life of repetition of knowledge giving rise to correct knowledge drishtacha jnana abhyasasya samyak jnana prasad hetuna loke brahma siddhi hence he could not have belonged to the school of vedantins referred to by sureshwara in connection with the injunction of meditation supposed to be implied in this shruti vijnaya prajnankurvita after understanding the meaning of vedanta a brahmana should try to make his knowledge direct third and last view rejected view rejected by sureshwara in the siddhi advaita siddhi is that of prasankhyana while the prasankhyana school agrees with the two other views enunciated above in insisting on an injunction which demands a repeated practice of meditation of the idea conveyed by the vedantic text tatvam asi it is important to note that it is not a samuchayavadin for its distinctive doctrine is that the aspirant should renounce all karmas before undertaking the practice this school also fears that even right knowledge produced by vedantic teaching may be sublated by incorrect knowledge balavadapi samyajnanam सदप्रमाणोत्थेन असम्यज्ञानेन बाध्यमानम् उपलभामहे दिस इज एंडोर्स्ड बाय उपदेश शास्त्री आल्सो व्हेन इट मेक्स द प्रसंख्यानवादिन से शूरली सेंसुअस परसेप्शन एंड द डीप रूटेड इंप्रेशन ऑफ ड्यूअलिटी मे डू अवे विद द नॉलेज नाउ गॉड फ्रॉम लिसनिंग टू द श्रुति एंड वन मे बी लूर्ड आउटवर्ड बाय मेंटल डेफिशिएंसीज सदस्मीति च विज्ञानम अक्षजो बाधते ध्रुवम 
ಶಬ್ದೋತ್ತಮ ದೃಢ ಸಂಸ್ಕಾರೋ ದೋಷೈಶ್ಚಾಕೃಷ್ಯತೆ ಬಹಿ ಸ್ಕಾಲರ್ಸ್ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ನಾಟ್ ಅಸೋಸಿಯೇಟೆಡ್ ಎನಿ ಪರ್ಟಿಕ್ಯುಲರ್ ನೇಮ್ ವಿತ್ ದಿಸ್ ಸ್ಕೂಲ್ ಆಫ್ ವೇದಾಂತಿನ್ಸ್ ಅಮಂಗ್ ದಿ ಕಮೆಂಟ್ರೇಟರ್ಸ್ ಆನ್ ಸೂತ್ರಭಾಷ್ಯ ವಾಚಸ್ಪತಿ ಮಿಶ್ರಾ ಮೇ ಬಿ ಕನ್ಸಿಡರ್ಡ್ ಟು ಬಿ ಎ ಫಾಲೋವರ್ ಆಫ್ ಎ ಮಾಡಿಫೈಡ್ ಫಾರ್ಮ್ ಆಫ್ ಪ್ರಸಂಖ್ಯಾನವಾದ ಇನ್ ಸರ್ಟೈನ್ ರೆಸ್ಪೆಕ್ಟ್ಸ್ ಸುರೇಶ್ವರಾಸ್ ಇಂಟರ್ಪ್ರಿಟೇಷನ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿ ವೇದಾಂತಿಕ್ ಟೆಕ್ಸ್ಟ್ ಪ್ರಿಪರೇಟರಿ ಸ್ಟೆಪ್ ಇನ್ ದಿ ಇನ್ ಪರ್ಫೆಕ್ಟ್ ಕಾಂಟ್ರಾಸ್ಟ್ ವಿತ್ ಆಲ್ ಅದರ್ ಸ್ಕೂಲ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ವೇದಾಂತ ಸುರೇಶ್ವರಾಸ್ ಹೋಲ್ಡ್ಸ್ ದ್ಯಾಟ್ ದಿ ವೇದಾಂತ ವಾಕ್ಯ ಟೀಚಿಂಗ್ ದಿ ಯುನಿಟಿ ಆಫ್ ಆತ್ಮನ್ ಇಸ್ ದಿ ಓನ್ಲಿ ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಒಬ್ಲಿಟ್ರೇಟಿಂಗ್ ಆಲ್ ಅವಿದ್ಯಾ If one does not realize the meaning of Tattvam Asi, even on having been taught by the Shruti, it is not only because he has not understood the meaning of the word Dao. Hence, the second chapter is devoted on the way of discriminating its meaning. Two types of discrimination, Anvaya Vyatirekau, Concomitance or Continuance and Exclusion are serviceable in arriving at the entity denoted by the word Dao. the self as the seer continues or passes throughout while the non self as the seen uh, is excluded at some stage this is drashtra drishyanvaya vyatireka type where drashtra seer is the knower and all the rest is drishya the seen after we have gone through this first stage of discrimination we take up the next one with the self as witness and the rest as the witnessed subject to appearance and disappearance this two fold discrimination however as the author warns must be taken to last only so long as the nature of the self is not realized and this realization dawns only when the teaching of the text that thou are is intuited sureshwara's interpretation of the vedantic text to the equation of the terms in the proposition sureshwara draws our attention to three steps in the interpretation of the proposition which be equates thou with the, that first the terms are in apposition samanadi karanyam second the selves denoted by them qualify one another that is to say they have to be understood in such a way that neither affects the nature of the other visheshana visheshyata and therefore uh, third one the extraneous meanings that may be involved in the two terms are to be taken out so that the whole proposition may represent a real identity lakshya lakshana bhava it is clear that on ascertaining the true meaning of thou by the method of continuance and exclusion already explained at length the import the import of the proposition culminates in inducing the intuition of the unity of both the selves and we realize that there is no contradiction whatever when we see that the individual self denoted by thou is really beyond all defects of samsara and that brahman denoted by that is really the very self immediately present only the indicatory meaning of the term thou is to be taken just as we do when we say that the snake is really the rope for which it it have it was mistaken the sum and substance of the pro- process of interpretation is this the term thou is taken to indicate the witnessing self to the exclusion of appearances that may be implied by the express and primary meaning and the term that is also taken to indicate the inmost self only to the exclusion of all other possible meanings that may be implied by that word the reason for this procedure is the collocation of the terms and the mutual relation of the entities that are meant meant the steps of interpretation and the exact principles involved have been explained at great length in the course of the commentary and the student is recommended to go through the details in order to understand this part of exposition with the care which it deserves the proposition tat tvam asi 
tattvam asi tattvam asi as we all know is only a representative of the class of propositions called mahavakyas grand propositions which convey the idea of identity of the individual self and the supreme self the name itself never occurs either in the sureshwara's work or in shankara's bhashyas they are so named probably because advaitins think that they contain the main purport of all upanishadic teachings true with the identity of the individual and the absolute self it is surprising that sureshwara follows upadesha sahasri exclusively in choosing his method of interpreting interpreting these propositions a method to be seen in no other classical work as compared to shankara neither in the sutra bhashya nor even in bradharanika bhashya do we find any approximation to the elaborate manner he has adopted in explaining the import of these vedantic texts of course the intrinsic value of the interpretation lies in the appeal made to the universal intuition of the self and the two specific types of anvaya and vyatireka adopted in the upanishads why the empirical mode of reasoning or even the vedic reasoning of anvaya vyatireka continuance and exclusion for that matter is not capable of delivering the goods with regard to the knowledge or intuition of the unity of the self has been explained in nashkarma siddhi in the most sublime manner next vidya and avidya vidya arising from the understanding of the meaning of the vedantic text and avidya to be eradicated by it are quite unlike empirical knowledge and error while avidya is the sole cause of all evil and vidya is the only means of destroying it it uh, this distinction of ignorance and its sublation is only a device for the purpose of teaching from the highest point of view there is neither ignorance to be burnt up nor knowledge that has got to be newly acquired the destruction of ignorance by knowledge is no event in time or place for the later are merely the product of ignorance there is a seeming point of divergence between shankara and sureshwara with regard to the emphasis to be laid on the private uh, uh, private aspect of avidya as contrasted with its projective aspect sometimes the author's uh, phraseology is uh, likely to be mistaken to be in favor of the theory of moola vidya or positive ontological basic ignorance so prominently brought forward by panchapadika and other post shankara advaitins it is to explain all such apparent discrepancies and elucidate all obscurities in this siddhi that i have ventured to attempt a new commentary on the work i would fain hope that the title kleshapaharini remover of all difficulties is no more no mere boast i have tried to justify my claim in this respect by appealing to universal intuition as well as to the vartika and upadesha sastri whenever i have had to make a departure from the older commentary in clarifying the naughty points of the original conclusion naishkarma siddhi occupies an important place among the vedantic works professing to explain shankara's teaching while panchapadika and bhamati try to interpret shankara's system each in its way own way sureshwara's work has the advantage of being in the production of an immediate disciple of shankara and presents the central doctrine of the later's vedanta in all its essential aspects and contrasts it with the contemporary systems in the course of the discussion it is worthy of note that he refers to one the self established nature of atman as unchanging pure consciousness two ignorance as the only obstacle to the knowledge of atman three 
the mutual superimposition of the self and the non self is consequence of ignorance only four the distinction of the means of right knowledge and their objects no less than the distinction of action means of action and result of action as merely the figment of avidya or ignorance five the enquiry into the nature of brahman brahma jinyasa as a shastra distinct and different from the enquiry into the nature of religious works dharma jinyasa and sixth the vedantic texts like tattvam asi being the means of right knowledge solely because of their effectively efficiency in removing ignorance and seventh last absence of anything to be done for one who has gained the supra rational intuition of the self understanding through the uh, self understanding through the right meaning of the text the ruggedness of style and occasional grammatical and metrical difficulties that crop up can never deter a student of genuine vedantic seeking for immediate intuition of reality from appreciating the beauty of this rare brilliance of a vedantic compendium so this ends the 17th session in the introductions to the vedantic texts vedanta texts by shri shri sachidananda saraswati swami ji uh, in the next uh, 18th session we shall see mandukya rahasya vivrti introduction हरे राम श्री श्री सच्चिदानंदेन्द्र सरस्वती चरणारविंदर्पित वस्तु सर्वे जना सुखिनो ओं तत्सत